Welcome back, everybody. This is Junior Funners, and we out here, like we always do at this time, in the Fun Shack. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm Ollie Munster, and that that there is, uh, as always, my co-host and uh, engineer producer, Kara uh, is Lawrence Yates. Hello, the Eat Man. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a little while since we last recorded. Um, the season's over now. Um, I get so we'll kick things off with just a sort of recap of the news, quote unquote. Uh, as in, it's new to us. We haven't talked about it on the podcast yet. So here's Arsenal news. Yeah, I think last time we recorded, we were, were we about to play Leicester? Is that? Yeah. I think we just lost to Palace. Mm. We we're about to play Leicester. Mm. And we lost to them. Yeah, I think it was uh, Palace, then Wolves, and then we had to play Leicester on the weekend. Yeah. On Sunday. Yeah, that was it. And it was, yeah, so pretty, <laughs> yeah, not not a great end to the season. Um in terms of league form, anyway, but mm. we are we are in the the final of the Europa League yeah. as we as we predicted, and uh, yeah, not only that, we thrashed Valencia away from home, which is yeah. something we don't really do a lot of uh, anymore. Seems like you know beating teams away from home convincingly, um, yeah. but uh, but yeah, so so finished uh, we. Fifth, is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, just behind... Just basically a point behind Tottenham and two behind Chelsea. Yeah. Um, that fourth spot in the table mm. seemed to be cursed. I don't know. Yeah. Everyone was dropping points week after week. Just Chelsea, Spurs, Arsenal and United just didn't seem to want to get in the top four at all. No. Um, but, yeah. Like I said... We got another route into the Champions League, possibly if we manage to beat Chelsea in the in the final um, of the Europa League. I hope they do us a favour, but it's Chelsea, you know. Yeah, I wonder if they ever done anything good no. for anyone. <laughs> um, they'll be selling Hazard, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I, I, why would he stay at no. this point? Like he's, yeah, he said that he's made a decision, but they're not yeah. announcing what it is. But I think it's pretty obvious that he's off, isn't it? Yeah, mm. Griezmann is. Uh, basically said he's not playing for Atletico Madrid so basically I think Hazard will be off to Madrid I assume and Griezmann so the rumours say Barcelona uh, yeah I read that as well apparently yeah, yeah. So 120 uh, 120 million euros yeah yowza I think um, Atletico are basically selling it sounds like they're selling all their players and it sounds like United are and Chelsea are probably going to be selling their best players. I mean, yeah. in many ways, it's kind of a positive for Arsenal in a sense. I mean, we've got problems. Uh, we need players to come in, but uh, yeah, in many ways, it might might not be so bad next season. But we'll see. Um, yeah, this was always going to be like a transitional season. Mm. It was never going to be straightforward. Um, yeah, first season under a new manager. He's still dealing with what is essentially a you know. Wenger's team. He made some signings, but is is 
very much still a Wenger team. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens over the summer in terms of who he brings in, who who he lets go. Um, we already know, we already know about Aaron Ramsey. Mm. Don't need to talk about him anymore because it, it's too painful, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a shame you won't get to play in the uh, the final. Um, but uh, but yeah. So so yeah, Arsenal finished fifth. Kind of, I think if you'd said that at the start of the season. We'd have taken yeah. it right. That's yeah. You know. I th- yeah, I think everyone's kind of overblowing things as well. It's like, I if I if I if they said fifth this time last year, I would probably have been. And oh, that's okay. That's fine. I mean, we've been the point of Tottenham and two points of Chelsea. That's sort of yeah. We weren't terrible, but you know, it was just the last three or four games we haven't been particularly great. But you know, I think that's what happens towards the end of the season. Players get a bit. Yeah, yeah, although for they Arsenal, prioritize they always, like one thing over the other, and yeah. yeah, Arsenal always seemed to rally towards the end of the season. Mm. They they'd sort of go on quite a good run around April, you mm. know, March, April after it was after it was too late to win anything. Um, they'd usually go on a pretty good run, but yeah, this season was sort of the opposite of that. Mm. Started out well, and then yeah, just kind of. I don't know. Defensively, just yeah, it was just basic. Fell to pieces. Just basic. The quote, the quote unquote schoolboy errors, as mm. they always say. But yeah, yeah, and they add up. Yeah, three conceding three goals, three matches in a row to opposition that you know mm. should be comfortably beating. Is <laughs> yeah, pretty I was, embarrassing. Uh, I was annoyed because uh, when I watched the Leicester uh, the Arsenal highlights because I hadn't seen it on match today and until like a couple of days later on iPlayer. Mm. And it was like that James Madison, I thought, you're you're right see you next Tuesday. Because <laughs> he, he, he he dived essentially and got um Maitland now sent off. Yeah. Didn't touch it. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of and then there was um Tudory, I think he stuck a um his stud in on Torreira and I think that should have been should have been a red Oh Chowdhury, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So yeah, but never mind. These things don't go your way, do they? Um, yeah. What was it? Uh, It'll be different with VAR. Next yeah, hopefully, season, hopefully. It? That's what I'm looking forward to next season. Mm. Yeah. The best edition. The next edition. The, yeah. The uh, best sign of the season. <laughs> VAR. VAR. Yeah. And, so that's for anyone. Anyone not in the know. VAR video, video assistant referee. Is yeah. that what it's? Yeah. So it's like an extra, extra set of match officials that um have the benefit of seeing all the you know uh all the different camera angles of everything so if the referee's missed an incident um they can stop play tell the referee to go to the side of the pitch and look at the monitor and then he can either you know either correct his decision or award a free kick or a penalty or disallow a goal or whatever um so yeah it should in theory end a lot of these sort of controversies and decisions that go against teams and end up costing them points or whatever. Um, but yeah, they used it in the World Cup last year and I thought that went pretty well Yeah, overall. Um, it's long overdue, frankly, given that, you know, the amount of money um, being spent in football is, is kind of mad that it hasn't been brought in sooner, especially when you think about the fact that pretty much every other major sport has some version of it. Mm. So like football's always got to be like at least ten years behind every other sport in terms of just. Basically, uh, yeah, it's why we've still got a terrible racism problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't really hear much about, I don't know, racist cricket fans or racist rugby fans. I'm sure they're out there, but yeah, yeah. Football, 
Football's got a, lot of, a long way to go in a lot of respects. Yeah. Especially in like uh, Spain and even in Italy. Like, yeah. It's pretty bad in Italy. Like, yeah. I was watching, uh, was it Moise Keane? I think he's at Juventus now. He's like the next young player. Oh, They've got yeah. Juventus and he was just standing there and just sort of in confrontation with his own fans. Yeah, it's crazy. I it just, yeah, it's just such a weird thing of like, you know, especially if it, it, like doing racist chants at like players on the other team. It's like, okay, but you're saying that if that player was playing for your team, you'd still be racist or would it be okay? Because mm. like, yeah, it's not like every foot, there's not like there's a football team where all the players are white. Like it's, yeah. Mm. Anyway, enough enough trying to dissect the logic of, of racists. Um, yeah. So yeah, overall, um, yeah, Arsenal season. I think you know we did all right. Did about as well as everyone yeah. expected. Um, the season itself, though, what a season! <laughs> Just yeah. absolutely insane. I don't think I've, I can't really recall anything similar happening. Like you know. Liverpool getting 97 points, losing one match, third highest points tally in the league ever, still not winning it. It's just incredible. All like, right. I was off, off, forgot to watch the highlights of match of the day. Oh, uh, well, you pretty much, you know, you know what happened, but it was, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was, it was amazing to sort of watch it all unfold in real time. Liverpool going 1 0 up and then. Brighton scoring against City, mm. and it was like yeah, I was in the car when that happened. I mean, oh no, I was about to go, about to go out. Yeah, mm. and that happened. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was yeah, there was a brief moment there where it seemed like it seemed like it was all going to come together for Liverpool, but mm. yeah, I think every, deep down everyone knew what City were capable of. You know, they've got so many so many gears they can just move up through um, when they when they really want to turn it on. It's it's ridiculous. I made the the great I made the great choice in not putting any Man City players in my team in the uh, final day of fantasy football. Oh wow! I was like, oh, I'm not, uh, he might not score, so I'll just go with. Uh, I mean, Bamyang got two goals, which is nice. But yeah, he got his golden boot. Yeah, I probably should have like I don't know, put in a I don't know, at least Sterling or somebody. I don't know, but there's just there's just too much yeah. too much money. So I was like, oh, is it worth it? But um, anyway, I think yeah, I had I had Aguero and Sterling. Mm. Um, yeah, Sterling didn't really feature much in that. He was playing, but he didn't, he didn't do much in that match in terms of assists or goals. But yeah, Aguero obviously got his goal and captained him, so I got some points for that. But he was about the only one I got any points for, to be honest. It wasn't mm. wasn't, wasn't a particularly strong last day of the season for me in terms of fantasy football. I was I was on the verge of getting third, but I ended up getting into fifth place because of the last day. Oh, uh, yeah. You yeah, I was... Really yeah. spurs it up. Yeah, I really... I thought I was doing an Arsenal, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, we'll, we'll come to that later. Just for anyone that's anyone that's still following Bona League from our uh, previous conversation with uh, with Gary, we'll uh, yeah we'll run down the uh, the rankings of of Bona League for for this season um, in a little bit. But yeah, um, so I, yeah, anything in particular sort of shock you or or you know anything you weren't expecting this season or was it all kind of did it all sort of play out fairly as you thought it well, would do? I initially thought, because Chelsea were initially doing quite well in, uh, in early in the season, I thought, oh, yeah. it might be either like Chelsea or Man City 
because I because there was initially in, early on in the season where Liverpool weren't really uh, doing quite well, mm. and um, yeah, I think they were even lower than us at some point for a bit, for maybe, a, maybe for a uh, tiny, yeah, like a week or so. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is going to be like where Liverpool struggled this season. But now that they got into gear, and uh, there was then uh, when Arsenal went on that unbeaten run, which I thought, you know, people should. You know, be starting to respect us now. We've yeah. been on an unbeaten run, and then finally, and then finally, some respect. Got to December, and then it all just yeah, know. right on schedule. Yeah. Always fell apart like it normally does. Yeah, but yeah. other than that, um, well, maybe uh, I expected Man United to uh, do a bit better, but I think yeah, luckily they didn't. But um, it uh, was, I, I, yeah, even I was taken aback by just how poor they were yeah. for long stretches of the season like it, it just I mean I knew that you know it, things weren't clearly weren't going very well there but yeah it is it, yeah it was quite staggering at certain points just how bad they were I think Mourinho always has like a sort of time span of three years at a club and then he goes yeah it's usually his Every, ne- he never sticks around yeah yeah everyone Everyone gets sick of him pretty quickly. Like his 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 shtick becomes uh, mm. fairly obvious at a certain point, and I think yeah, it's just the players just can't put up with it. Um, and it, yeah, I think everyone's everyone's wise to it now. So it's like that you know this stuff that he does has an even shorter shelf life than it than it did previously. Mm. It feels like now. So now he's on Russia Today and B in Sports. Is it called? Oh yeah. Is that the one? Is that Qatari or is that Saudi? Uh, sports, um, sports channel. I'm not sure. It's one of those, but yeah, he's on there now. I think Wenger's been on um, BN Sports doing some punditry as well. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. That's... And uh, it, went, it went. It was a tweet that went viral about um, Wenger just saying how um, when uh, Barcelona were going to go to Anfield and you know don't don't under underestimate Liverpool at Anfield and uh, it's like very very prophetic of uh, yeah. of, of Arsenal. Yeah. Well, yeah. Speaking as someone that's you know been absolutely murdered at Anfield multiple times, yeah. he probably knows better than anyone. Um, yeah, yeah. I I I mean I I believe I did predict in a previous episode. I did I did say that exact thing. Liverpool mm. can beat pretty much anyone at Anfield. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, they did. I think over the past two weeks, I've realised I'm probably not that qualified to uh, talk about football that much. Oh, apart, no from, apart from the Europa League, uh, I've got nothing else right. I thought uh, nobody I, is. It's fine. I thought I thought it was going to be an Ajax Barcelona final, and Barcelona mm. going to win. But luckily, yeah. I was wrong. And uh, <laughs> luckily, but we're going to have a much more interesting final at least. Yeah, we've got two two all English finals in Europe. I think that is that the first time that's happened. I think. Or, uh, oh, I think maybe. in ten years, Man United and Chelsea. I think it was the last one. Yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah, I think, I think it was two thousand nine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'll say, and I admit, listeners, I was I was kind of annoyed when um, Tottenham went through. I was like, at at the time, yeah, on the day, I was like, and then I was in the uh, group chat saying things like, oh, maybe this uh, this Ajax team's a bit overrated. But then I realised, oh wait, they're nineteen. You know, they got. Yeah, the whole career ahead of them, and I was like, "Yeah, I was just kind of because they're Tottenham, and I'm like, they shouldn't be in the Champions League." It, it, yeah, it's it's it, do, it goes against everything we thought we knew about Spurs. It's just like again, I think that was a, that was a prediction that I made was that yeah, yeah they'd go out on penalties um, to Ajax, but yeah, no, they've, they've just got to got to give them credit. They did it without Harry Kane as well. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, 
Yeah. They did it the English way. Long balls up to uh, Lorente. Yeah. Yeah. Big man up top. Um, did the English way. Yeah. Ooh, excuse me. Um, yeah. Back on the Budweiser this week, gang. Um, so, that's, yeah, that's that's this week's can check. It's, uh, yeah, a, a tall, tall, refreshing can of uh, Budweiser. And I, I'm not drinking because, well, I'm more of a cider kind of guy. You know? More of a cider. I do like my ciders, but mm. I don't really drink all that often. But. Such a bumpkin. Yep. We talk like that sometimes. Yeah. We are in Dorset. Um, yeah, so th- that's, yeah. What else? We got, uh, yeah, Liverpool, Spurs, Champions League final. We got Arsenal, Chelsea, Europa League final, FA Cup final this weekend. Um, looks as though City are set up to get the domestic trouble. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think that's, given how City and Liverpool have played over the season, I I, I would think if, if Liverpool win the Champions League and City win the domestic trouble, it's a pretty kind of fair representation of, of what they've both achieved, I think. Because, mm. I, I mean, I have my, you know, personal sort of things against Liverpool. because mm. you know, But at the same time, I like Jurgen Klopp, and there's some good players there that aren't like dicks or anything. Yeah. Some, but um, I don't want Jurgen Klopp to go down as a manager who's well, one of the, the best of his, you know, his era, who hadn't won anything. I don't want to be, yeah. you know... One of these underachievers or whatever. Yeah, the, he and this this Liverpool team do deserve something at least. Like, yeah, and like I said, yeah, if they get the Champions League and City get the domestic trouble, hmm. League Cup, uh, League title, and the FA Cup, then I think that's probably uh, that's probably a fair split of the of the silverware between hmm. them. But I just when I watched the uh, Liverpool. Uh, Barcelona game. I think the uh, man match should go to that ball boy, <laughs> right the, for the fourth goal. Oh yeah! It's like you immediately just gave it to uh, Alexander Arnold, and then that quick cool corner, and then it's four 0 so. Yeah, yeah. That's probably that's that's the Klopp tactics. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon he'd had a word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sign him up. Sign him up. Probably will be in like ten years' time. He'll, he'll probably be playing for Liverpool or something like that. Yeah, and that clip will be yeah. being played on. That yeah. was you. That was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, at the other end of the table, no real surprises there, was there? I mean, Fulham were crap. Huddersfield mm. were really crap, and Cardiff often puffed. But yeah, the, the, they, you they did kind of think. What would have been had um, what happened to Emilio Sala, yeah. Emiliano Sala? Yeah, if he hadn't, um, you know, crashed in in the uh, channel. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Just a just a real bummer of a story. That isn't it? It's just a, yeah, sort of puts a lot of stuff in perspective. Um, mm. It's weird that <laughs> that um, Cardiff and was it Nan- Nance yeah. Nantes that he's Nantes Nantes but you can't say nonce <laughs> who's a nonce um, yeah they, they're they sort of still fighting over the, the transfer fee and whatever mm. and it's just sort of like I it just doesn't matter really you know the man died like just uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah um, and yeah at the time of recording um, Chris Hutton's been sacked, mm. having 
kept brighting up, but only just. Um, they did seem to, I don't know, it, it seems as though he maybe lost the dressing room a little bit. They did seem to sort of, uh, to quote Mike Keown, down tools a little bit um, towards the end of the season. And they were, yeah, they, they didn't, they started the season pretty strongly overall, but yeah, yeah. I think by the end. I always thought Matthew Ryan would be a good sort of uh, backup goalie. Mm. Maybe that's too, too, too unkind. But uh, they have a decent keeper and a few decent players. Yeah, they got a good. I mean, yeah, they got Dunk and Duffy mm. in their defence. They maybe get one of those in Arsenal, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Good God. Yeah, we could do with. Could definitely do with one or two of those can, sorts of. Can defenders. we have a centre back who's at least like 6 2? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have to have just short players. Yeah. At the, you know, we can't. It's, it's okay to have a, a tall guy. Um, yeah. Uh, is that sort of, does that wrap everything up in terms of the end of the season stuff? Um, uh, Three way tie for the golden boot. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, it went to Aubameyang. Aubameyang. So we, we got something this season. Yeah, Aubameyang, Salah, and Sane. It was mad that, yeah, between between Salah and Sané, they got 44 goals Mm. um, for Liverpool. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, good good that Aubameyang got got that. deserved, I think. His his goals have been very important this season for Arsenal. Saved our ass a lot Mm. of times. It was quite great uh, when they were playing Valencia and... um the the immediately silenced the crowd when he got the uh, away goal, yeah, first away goal because they were you know they got they got the goal early and then they were all going going crazy, yeah, and then trying to make as much noise as they could and then as soon as Bamyang so almost like instantly got an equaliser, <laughs> and it was dead silence, yeah, it's great, <laughs> great stuff, yeah, what a guy, what a guy, um, so I think that's uh, yeah that 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 just about wraps up the. This season, um, next thing coming up, I guess, would be the well after the like the Champions League final and Europa League final. We got the the Nations Nations League, is that it? Yeah, the, yeah, England. So, what do you, do you reckon? Harry Kane's gonna yeah force himself to come back and get injured. Miraculous recovery, and he'll he'll get his he'll last kick of the game. His foot will fly off, but he'll yeah. score a goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fly off and. Hit Raheem Sterling in the face, yeah. and they'll both be out. Um, I'm just trying to look up the Bona League standings, um, so we can just run that down quickly. So there we go. I'll just uh, edit this part now. <laughs> Don't you dare! Um, all right. So I think yeah. It's, only a couple of changes from when we were uh, recapping it uh, last week with with Gary. Um, ninth place at the bottom, uh, finishing the season on one thousand two hundred eighty one points. We got steamed Hams FC. Uh, that's Simon Atkins, uh, mate Simon. So you know he's uh, probably getting relegated, but we'll have him back next season if he wants to, if he wants to join. Um, up in eighth place. Is uh, Dirty Sanchez, which is Martin's team, Martin Higgins, um, finishing the season on 1,669 points. Nice number. 69, nice, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, good total. Um, and then up in seventh, we've got uh, Tariq. Tariq's, uh, yeah, Ficaronian, indecipherable team name. Um, and he ended on 1,758 points. 
Then in sixth, we got me. Um, so it's uh, Ariana Grande, who was, was my team. 1,833 points. And here's where the <laughs> the gaps in the points take a bit of a leap. Um, so you, as you mentioned, you ended up in fifth, but you still, ended, you still had 2,055 mm. points. So it's over 200 points ahead of me. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just ahead of you with 2,070 points, we've got James Foster with uh, the key to Maya Hart. As we discussed previously, the best team name probably ever. Um, then above him, uh, just 17 points in it between him and Jason, Jason Manning. 2,087 points for uh, for Shirley Knott. And we got uh, up in second place, uh, Tom Reeves with Obi-Wan Iwobi. 2,122 points. And then uh, very much at the top of the tree, uh, once again, our friend Gary, uh, Gary Hill. Jacques Khan topping the table there with 2,252 points. Um, not quite as close as the uh, the real title race between City and Liverpool there in the end, although it was close for long periods of the season. It was very close between him and Tom. Um, but yeah, Gary on top once again. Um, Is that three years straight now? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I don't... I, every season looks like it's finally going to, you know, someone's finally going to catch him and then at the end he always... Pulls ahead and yeah, I gotta go to the toilet again. Edit this out. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go pee real quick, listeners. We'll be back in just a jiffy, and we're back. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's Bona League for this year. Um, again, you know, if you're a listener of the uh, of the show, hit us up on on the Twitter uh, at Junior Funners, and uh, we'll send you the code to uh, to join Bona League for the following year. More the merrier. It's always it's always fun to have, um, you know, a lot of people in the league. Makes it more competitive. Fills it out. Like I say, you don't get uh, so many of those big gaps in the points. You know, it's, it's more kind of more like a real league. Um, hmm. Even though it's fun having this sort of, you know, little our little league of our own. But yeah, even if you know nothing about football, just just pick whatever whoever. Just pick the funniest names. Pick, the players just make with the a funniest funny names. Name. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Brian got a defender called Bong. You know, that's funny. That's pretty epic. Yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> that's so epic. That's totes epic. Um, so yeah, just let it hit us up, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll kick your ass at fancy football. Only joking. We're not very good, um, so you'll probably beat us easily, especially if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, what we got going on outside right now? I think it's a might might be a bus. Because okay. it's uh, roundabout. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you say what time it is. Because uh, the uh, Mike Baby might dox yeah, us. Yeah, might might he might dox us again. Yeah. Not this time. Yeah, we're not. We're not recording in weed. No. Um, it, we, we, yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, it's four twenty somewhere. I mean, the kids around here. I mean, surely one of them. I mean, I I see drug drug dealers. I mean, I could get some if I wanted, but. I could if I wanted. I just don't want it. Too busy. Too busy. Yeah, uh, I don't want to. You know, I'm a bit old. You know, got too much. Too much going on for the for the for the, for the weed. I get enough of a rush forgetting uh, to uh, tie my shoes. You know, and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, I just stand up really quick. Just whoa, what a rush. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry, that was disgusting, but pretty epic. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. It's Boner League. That's the end of the season. What um, what are your thoughts on the 
Europa League final as far as Arsenal's chances go. No, I think we can beat we can beat Chelsea. I, I think re- I really yeah. don't think they're that good. Apart from Hazard, I mean Higuain is old and slow. And, it was but, weird that they seemed to put all their eggs in that basket yeah. of getting him. Like that was going to solve everything. Yeah. <laughs> like it, yeah, he's really not. He's really he's not so, taken to the so Premiership. Slow. That I mean, well. yeah. he's got four goals, I think, something like that. But yeah, he's just old man. I mean, it's kind of sad. But he used to be. Uh, there was a time like when he was at Napoli a few years ago. He was probably one of the most, you know, lethal strikers. But uh, one positive, I mean, but it could be uh, different against Arsenal because always against Arsenal they somehow like uh, score hat-trick but he's always got mm. a thing he going for choking in finals like yeah. in the World Cup he missed that golden opportunity yeah um, so yeah and in Champions League I think once kind of choked but you mm. know against Arsenal he'd probably uh, bang a hat-trick in you know? yeah but no I think uh, I don't know I really do think that Arsenal can beat Chelsea I don't think they're that good and um we're a bit more. There's a bit more familiar team, so I don't think they'll be as intimidated. Yeah, that's true. Having yeah played against them a bunch already, um, yeah, yeah, there won't be that kind of fear of the unknown as much. Mm. Um, and it'd be nice to you know, if Peter Cech gets one last trophy mm. to to go out on against his former club. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it's they're definitely definitely beatable. Um, I mean, you know, they have they have beaten them in recent seasons pretty convincingly as well. So it's, yeah, yeah. I think I, I'm quietly confident Arsenal will will do it. But again, that could we probably shouldn't have said that out loud because uh, this will come out and we'll we'll sound like doofuses, um, real 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 pair of danguses. Hmm. Uh, yeah, when Chelsea like, win, it's like if anybody's probably overachieved, it was. It's- been Chelsea, how'd they get third place? I don't think they've really deserved third place. Yeah, that is nuts when you think about it. Like, it, yeah, yeah, to fin- for them to finish above Tottenham, I mm. mean, it's, you know, as up and down this season as Tottenham had it, yeah, it seems nuts that Chelsea somehow managed to squeak in above them. Um, yeah, and yeah, like Sari seems to have, yeah, amazingly lasted the entire season to be honest because mm. he seems miserable <laughs> yeah like, it doesn't seem like he's having fun there at all and he just seems to be arguing with the players all the time and that whole thing at the Carabao Cup final yeah. when um, the yeah the uh, when um, Azurigo Balaga wouldn't come off he's trying to sub him off for the shootout and he just wouldn't leave the pitch it's just no. like uh, yeah I don't understand how you come back from that in terms of <laughs> not just then, instantly losing everyone's respect all the fans been you know charting something like Fuck Sari Ball or something like that. I can't remember, but yeah. something like that. Um, yeah, what so a crock of shit that turned out to be. Yeah. Everything, all this talk about Sari Ball at the start of the season, it's just like, it, what, he just has lots of midfielders? Is that, yeah. is that what Sari one, Ball One is? drops deep, another goes where he was. I mean, it's not overcomplicated. It's kind of simple. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just having like a packed midfield, yeah. basically. It, and, it's not like he invented that. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, uh, interesting to see who the next manager at Chelsea is going to be. What what merry go round? Uh, what the merry go round there will land on next when he eventually. I don't know. 
he'll probably start next season. I guess if they've if they've not sacked him already, I guess he'll. I guess they're planning on sticking with him through the summer, but I don't see him lasting beyond Christmas next season, especially without Hazard. Like, mm. uh, he, you know, that was kind of will all they, that was like you said. That's keep, kind of all that's uh, keeping him going. Will they keep Hudson O'Doy? Would he be going somewhere? I don't know. He should really. Um, there's a lot of. A lot of those sort of good young players that just sit on the bench at Chelsea, it's, yeah, they kind of deserve a chance at least to to flourish in a team on a regular basis, you know, get to start on a regular basis every week. And why they he's decided uh, N'Golo Kante is a box-to-box kind of midfielder when he's, he's really just like, like Makaleli was, he's just a real yeah. defensive midfielder tackling... Nicking the ball back, he's not really. I think, it, yeah, we we talked about that before. Is like the fact that like Kante sort of made his name as like the best in the league at doing that kind of defensive midfield role. Yeah, first with Leicester and then and then at Chelsea. But yeah, for, to, to to sort of negate his the strongest part of his game effectively by forcing him mm. to go box to box is just bewildering. I don't get it. It's a waste. Italian managers like having. What they call it? I think they call it the register. Like that's what they call the oh, the uh, register. Yeah, the yeah. Where and they call the names out, all the players at the start. Where they like that defensive midfielder role is more of a playmaker, not mm. not a not a uh, tackling uh, type defensive type. Mm. That's they like having that that Pirlo type player. Yeah, a, uh, more like a Yaya Torre kind of. Although he was more, he was a hard man, but yeah, yeah he was still kind of a playmaker, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Chelsea are a weird one, weird club. Just, I mean, I think Giroud might be. I think I, I read rumors that Giroud might be on a, a fr- uh, coming to an end at his contract or something like that. So that really? potentially Arsenal could bring him back into the team if they <laughs> wanted to. I don't know. I'll have him back. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like him. Don't know if he, I, if, yeah. I don't know if he'd get in, but ahead of because if if um, Emery wanted to play in that uh, free free four three wherever he wants to play, then Giroud would be a good sort of target man that Aubameyang and Lacazette could play a more free freer role. Mm. You got that central guy. It's a front. very tall forward line, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe that could work. I don't know. I don't know if yeah, I don't know if playing all three of them at once would would work, but mm. yeah, that'd be interesting. I'd, yeah, like I said, I'd, I'd have him back. Yeah, I liked him. I liked him a lot. Yeah, but uh, yeah, great impact sub. Um, doesn't really seem to have done that too much at Chelsea. Mm. Read into that what you will, but yeah. Um, when was the last time Abramovich was seen at Chelsea? I don't know. Um, Again, he doesn't really seem to enjoy <laughs> football. <laughs> yeah, any time they show him, he just sort of looks like he has to yeah. be there. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, again, I think we've talked about it before, but yeah, it's just weird club, weird, I think weird culture. They there. kind of uh, symbolised that kind of what I, I I personally call it like the rock star era of sort of the two thousands Premier mm. League football, where it's just all multi millionaire. Guys owning clubs and all the all the footballers being like prima donna sort of yeah. I think that uh, John Terry types and all that kind of. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like Chelsea kind of symbolised that um, that era and it's kind of fading out now. Yeah, I think you're right. That that sort of 
spoiled baby kind of era of uh, yeah football players. You still get it every now and then, but yeah, they they do seem. They're all at Paris Saint Germain now, basically. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Think back and, to the- and if then if they want they just want money to go to China. Yeah. Like all the Brazilian players, I think, do now. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, big money out there. But I don't know. Yeah, is uh, yeah, maybe it'll take off. I don't know. Yeah, Chinese. It was funny that like all these people were complaining like last season that like oh they're ruining the game with all their money. They're just they're just buying up all these players and it's just like well what. <laughs> what the fuck have all these other clubs been doing? Yeah. Like, it's you know, it's oh, it's it's bad because it's in China. Basically, mm. is what you're saying. Like, it's it, yeah. You think about yeah. like, like you said, like PSG and Man City and all these other teams that just spend insane amounts of money getting whoever they want. It's like yeah, but it's okay for some reason when they do it. Mm. I do kind of wish sometimes. I wish Arsenal had some crazy billionaire owner who were just biased because it'd be much better than having. What was it? I think we've got only like 40 million in this transfer budget. If we don't get the Europa League mm. title, we'll only have 40 million. So then we'll have to sell at least four four or five players in order to make like 100 million. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... That doesn't get you much these days. Mm. Um, yeah, transfer, transfer fees being what they are. Uh, yeah, 40 million. That barely gets you a... Yeah, that wouldn't get hired anybody. Maybe somebody who's like I gets you know. half of a Virgil Van Dyke, yeah. pretty much. That's yeah, oof. But um, that's like the starting off of whenever you people inquire for a player now. Yeah, like, oh, forty million, fifty million, pretty whatever. much. Yeah, don't matter how young they are. Like, it's just yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's pretty much the minimum. If you're if you're a club over a certain size, you're just expected to pay that much. Yes, yeah. it's, it's mad. Oh, because you're you're investing in uh, in their future. You see, you're investing at least uh, five years, ten years. You know, and the, yeah, the 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 agent has a and uh, the agent. He's got a, like he's got a few yachts. I was going to say he's got a medical condition where he uh, he has to uh, have lots of money. Uh, yeah. He needs he needs money or, or he'll die. Yeah, that Rayola guy. I think they've apparently he's banned, banned him he? from yeah. Italy, <laughs> and he's he's the agent of Mkhitaryan apparently. Wow! Yeah. Wow, he's got a lot of, a lot of powerful, uh, pies mm. in which he's stuck his fingers. Yep, that's a good sentence. Um, yeah, we could probably we could do like a like a beginner's guide segment on on transfer fees probably because yeah. that is that is a whole sort of separate conversation like how that's escalated over the years to just the you know the ridiculousness that it is now. Just do like a script, sort of like a sketch. Mm. Is it? Yeah, it's an off-air conversation. I think. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> production meeting. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we haven't uh, we haven't named a Arsenal uh, junior funners dipshit of the week or an Arsenal fan of the week. Arsenal fan of the week. Ooh. Um, so. I'm trying to think if there was any sort of ludicrousness on the the last day of the season for the like dipshit of the week. Um, oh, the uh, the BT uh, live score thing was hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, you were talking about like Chris Sutton. We had 
Robbie Savage, <laughs> Michael Owen was there, Tony Adams was there, the guy from the Postcode Lottery advert was there, <laughs> presented it for some reason, Jermaine, I, Jermaine Genus was there. I was thinking, like, I was trying to imagine, like, uh, Chris Sutton, like, listening to music. Like, that image mm. is just very, like, Chris Sutton trying to, like, understand and enjoy something like music. It yeah. j- just seems... It just seems it him just trying to like like read a book or something and like like you know getting invested in the characters. I just I just like the man just seems to have no joy in his life no. whatsoever. Like he he hears no music. Like it, it's immediately yeah. pounces on whatever someone says. What do you mean by that? I, what yeah. do you mean? What do you mean by that? Yeah, it's just like a real pedantic little prick. Yeah. I think yeah no he's 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 a good enough candidate for dipshit of the week he's just yeah just and he he's got that he's got that Robbie Savage thing where he just makes these declarative statements and then just stubbornly backs it up even though he knows it's horseshit like he just yeah. yeah you ever listen to him on Five Live like he just yeah listen to him talk about Man United or anything it's hilarious I like I like to see what people say on the on the Twitters and stuff so you just type his name in there's always people like no nonsense tells it like it is oh god I hate that's I my love least favourite type of <laughs> pundit the yeah he the, speaks from his heart the outspoken Alan Green yeah just that's another one that, another guy that just seems to hate football that was like when I was in the car and I think it said, if you want to listen to Liverpool v Wolves, you can go uh, is it on Five Live Extra, Five Live Sports Extra with Alan Green. It's like, nope. I d- yeah. I even I can't I can't stomach his voice. I'd rather just yeah, and just I'd rather slam my dick in the car door. Yeah. Like it just I just I d- yeah just, everything everything is bad. Like when he's commentating, he just he's just everything that happens on the pitch. He's saying is and that's it's dreadful and it's. It's a terrible pass. It just, he can't, like, he can't believe how bad football is in general. But I don't know. Yeah, he still shows up every week and watches this awful game that he apparently hates. And then it's all, mm. it's, and then he's constantly just promoting six oh six in the middle of the match as well. Like he's just deliberately saying controversial shit to get people to phone in and argue was, with him. It was quite funny when uh, Alan Davis's podcast they had them on for the World Cup to do a little sort of podcast show on uh, Five Live. And Alan Davis on Five Live saying how he doesn't like Alan Green. He's got, inc- <laughs> he's got an incredibly annoying voice. There's no he's on about. <laughs> they did an impression of him. <laughs> Sir Alex Ferguson, he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't find his voice that annoying. It's just, like I said, it, the, the way he just constantly seems incredulous at how bad yeah. everything is um, gets very, very old very quickly. So he's like very absolute when it comes to corners. Either it's a fantastic corner because it's, 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 it's a go. Yeah. It's a fantastic corner. Yeah. But if it's a corner that just gets headed yeah. away, it's never, oh, as a, as a, you know, it's never a sort of a positive. It's always, and that's a terrible a corner. Terrible there. corner. That, I could have done a better Pathetic. job. Pathetic. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, yeah. So, Alan Green, Chris Sutton, you're, you're sharing the dipshit of the week award. Um, just stop it. Just retire or something. Um, Alan Green, retire, bitch. Uh, <laughs> I remember when they briefly had him as a commentator on Match of Day. I was like, oh, God, mute. Mm. Got to mute this. Yeah. Like, who'd thought that was a good idea? Because he had to, like, I don't know. Yeah, he had to sort of, like, 
tone it down a little bit, mm. I guess. But it was just, yeah, he still stuck out like a sore thumb compared to the other commentators. Mm. Um, yeah. You thought of a Arsenal fan of the week? We can award that to. I've, I've got one. If uh, I can't think of one. Well, only uh, only uh, the one from the first episode. Oh, Daisy Ridley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I assume she's still an Arsenal fan. But, yeah, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, I, I was going to say um, Matt Lucas, mm. uh, if we haven't, we haven't done him yet, have we? No. Uh, yeah, very, very, very funny man. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, diehard Arsenal fan. Um, I, I enjoy, I follow him on Twitter. I enjoy sort of his, uh, his little kind of digs at Man United fans and stuff <laughs> that he does on there. It's funny. Um, yeah. yeah. You see, there was a video... Of uh, Man United fans like confronting Pogba, yeah. The game what saying, "Is that about?" Yeah, like uh, Pogba was just laughing at them, just sort of like, "Yeah, he, mate, yeah, mate, yeah, whatever, I'm shit, yeah." He wouldn't leave him alone as well. Yeah. That was the other thing. Like he could have just walked away, but it's just like, why do you care? <laughs> like uh, just, ugh. yeah, bad times, bad times for United, which is good times for everyone else. It's yeah. very, very, like, as I said before, very, very funny to watch them fail. Um, long may it continue. Amazing that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is going to have, you know, be in charge of their, whatever it is, 250 million quid transfer budget. You know, they're putting him in charge of all that. The man that got Cardiff, uh, did he get them relegated or did he get sacked? He, he got might, sacked yeah. before they got relegated, yeah, I think, didn't he? Something like that. Um, and uh, yeah, I think he's won, won the league in Norway. But he knows the club, you see. He knows yeah, he's class got the 90, DNA. He's class of 92, he's magnited in the bones. Class of 92. Fuck off. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be funny um, when they... First of all, seeing which players they're going to sell. Um, and i got to imagine that at least some of those players are going to end up being much better once they move on from United. Mm. Um, and that'll be another fun thing. United fans will be able to point the finger. Oh, we never should have let him go. Shouldn't they? It's been all downhill since, I don't know, Herrera left. Yeah. <laughs> um and yeah, it'd be funny to watch them spend a hundred million quid on uh, on a centre back, you know, hundred million quid on Harry Maguire or something, um, only for him to get injured. Mm. Yeah, yeah, fuck him. That that tattoo, that bloke. It's always it's always these mm. people like I lost a bet, so I got I went and got this tattoo of uh, <sighs> Ollie's at the wheel. It's such a like. First of all. That, that's not an expression like Ollie, Ollie's at the wheel or X is at the wheel is not like a mm. that's not like a common expression secondly it like yeah it's just Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer's face with like a the wheel of like an old timey yeah. ship like an old timey boat yeah it just on no level does it make any sense and then also the fact that like what's he going to do when Solskjaer gets sacked at Christmas <laughs> like I, I, yeah yeah such a such a weird thing to just like decide like oh it's banter just banter mate it's so much banter mm. banter banter yeah it was some of my favourite sort of tattoos that people get like I mean this is when Man City uh, I think around 10 years ago when um, they qualified for the Champions League and somebody got a tattoo of like Man City uh, Champions League winners 2010 or whatever <laughs> Oh boy! And was another one a uh, Wayne Rooney, Man City legend? Because there was rumours that he was going <laughs> to leave for Man City. Someone like Wayne Rooney, City legend. Why would you? 
get that on you forever before it's even happened. Like it's, uh, people, I understand getting like your kid's name or something yeah. tattooed on you, but to just get like a thing that you like or a thing oh. that you might think happened, like you think is maybe going to happen, tattooed on you, just seems. I think um, Danny Elvis has his own name tattooed on him. In case you and uh, Luis Suarez has his initials LS tattooed on his neck, mm. and he has on the other side of his neck his his, his finger celebration he does, where he does the uh, uh, sort of thumb a, and two fingers. Yeah, what a he cock. does that. He kisses them. Yeah. So yeah, man. What a wonder. I'm glad that he uh, got owned. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, that's that's always fun to see. Always fun to see that guy um, fucking up. Yeah, what a cock. <laughs> Glad he's, uh, yeah. Glad he's not in the Premiership anymore. He'll have to put up with his... Uh, yeah, no no Diego Costa, no Suarez. You know, yeah, have, yeah. We don't have crazy people anymore. But. Yeah, just like pointlessly antagonistic dipshits. I think he's a... I think Diego Costa is another one who's sort of gone off the boil, even at Atletico Madrid. Mm. I think they're not playing him anymore. I think he got injured and he, he's not really as good as he was anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think it. It. Yeah, at his age, I think when you get that number of injuries, it is you can't really come back and keep up the way you used to yeah. anymore. It's, uh, yeah, I would say it's sad, but it's Diego Costa, so fuck him. <laughs> um, should we do some cultural appropriation? You got some some recommends for us? Yeah. Well, I'm going to recommend not necessarily an album, but a band that I've been listening to a lot lately it's a group called uh, Met or should we have done the uh, we should have played the jingle shouldn't we should we? do the jingle okay. first. here's the jingle so yeah you were saying so yeah this I wouldn't necessarily recommend a record but I'm just going to recommend a uh, a band that I've been listening to a lot it's called the band's called uh, Men I Trust okay it's a three piece it's a female singer and two guys on drums and keyboard I think uh, so they're, so kind they're of, the titular men yeah. that she trusts. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of what to describe it. I'll just describe it. it's very shoegazy indie kind of stuff. Mm. Very, um, yeah, it's uh, pretty good. Pretty good stuff. I like it, okay. and I think listeners will like it as well. Hopefully, okay. That's that's the it's the Yeet Man seal of approval for men I trust. Um, I'm going to recommend something that a lot of people have been recommending over the last few weeks um, on Twitter. My my Twitter feed's just been endless recommendations and people talking about this, but just in case you haven't seen it yet, um, there's a new sketch show on Netflix called I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Um, Tim Robinson, very, very funny, uh, very funny comedian. Um, and yeah, it, it's... The episodes are very short, they're about 15 minutes apiece, there's only six episodes, so you can binge the whole thing in a, just under a couple of hours. Um, just so, so funny, really just r- ridiculously, relentlessly silly and very funny. Um, remind me a little bit of, a little bit like the Fast Show, but the sketches are a little longer than that, but it, 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 it made me laugh as much as like the seeing of the, a lot of the Fast Show stuff did for the first time. Um, and there's a lot of funny comedy people in it, as Tim Heidecker and Will Forte and uh, Kate Ballant and Patty Harrison and Brandon Bordell and yeah, um, Sam Richardson as well. Um, yeah, just just a really 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 funny show. So check that out, and you're welcome. And uh, sorry about your ass falling off from when you laughed so hard at it. 
boom. <laughs> so that's uh, that's that's about everything then. Unless there's is there any any big fit news? Um, not particularly. Uh, I was gonna when I'm a bit more prepared talk about um Jimmy Stewart's connection with uh, Bigfoot back in the well, oh, Yeti, okay. more specifically Yeti back in the fifties. But I'll, I'll leave okay. that for another time. So we'll tease that for yeah. for next week. Um, because we got yeah, obviously <laughs> as the season is winding down and we've got these last few sort of tournament matches left there's not going to be a whole lot of football to discuss so there'll probably be a fair more <laughs> fair bit more uh some might call it filler but uh we just we've been creative with uh with our with our platform here i say for culturally uh sort of um my mixed reaction sort of meh it's okay but not as good as it could have been of the week okay. is uh mac demarco's new album Oh, I like that. I mean, I, I like, until the last song, I like a lot of the songs on it, but it's just like, the last song I was like, it just ends so abruptly. It does end pretty quickly, yeah. But I I, I don't know, I like it, yeah. I like how goofy it is. It's a, it's, a, it's like, yeah, you just kind of wish, oh man, I wish I had a better ending. <laughs> never mind. That's Mac, baby. That's Mac. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he's an Arsenal fan. I, get him on I hope so. Yeah. I don't know. He's from... Uh, no, he's Canadian. Canada, right? isn't he? So yeah. then they wouldn't be into football. I think got soccer up there. Mm. Yeah. Just um, icy, very hard, icy pitches. Yeah. yeah. He's probably more of a hockey guy. Mm. Anyway, um, that about takes us to the end then of, uh, of this uh, episode of, of Junior Funners. We're not running way under time, are we? I, f- I feel like we've... No, no, just under an hour. Okay. So, yeah, that's... that's yeah, that uh, seems like a good place to... Uh, to leave you, we'll uh, yeah, we'll catch up with you. I, I guess next time we'll catch up with you. It'll be uh, yeah. Well, we'll know if if City have won the domestic trouble, and we'll be closer to, uh, to Arsenal's date with destiny. Are they finally going to win a trophy in Europe? Let's hope so. Probably not, but you know, the journey is uh, keep the faith. Exactly, gotta keep the faith. Yeah, the destin the 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 destination is is the journey, and the uh, and the journey. Is is in all of us. So goodbye. Bye.